Good morning, Nach. Nachum Gedev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Toldos. Parshas Toldos, as we know, is really the only parsha that focuses on Yitzchak. Whereas Abram Avinu has Lech Lecha, Vayera, Chayisara, and Yaakov Avinu, starting next week, will have Vayetze, and literally till the end of Sefer Bereshis, this one parsha is the only one that focuses on Yitzchak. Yet there's so much to learn from this. Why is that, by the way? Says Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, Zechron Levracha, in his first piece on Parshas Toldos, he explains it in the following way, that each of the three Avos has contributed a different midah, a different quality to Am Yisrael. Avram, as we know, is the midah of chesed. Not simply that you knew when you passed by Avram's house, you'd be able to get a meal, hospitality, much more, says Rav Yaakov. He says that Avraham embodied chesed because he was reflecting HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem is Kulo Chesed. Hashem bestows Chesed 24-7 on this world. And therefore, he personified Chesed as a way of teaching people that there is a God in this world. He literally was following the ways of Hashem and embedded into the character of our people, the characteristic of Chesed. And Yaakov is Titein Emesli Yaakov. And people can relate to honesty and integrity of Yaakov. And this ideally is one of the major characteristics of the Jew. When you shake his hand, you don't have to count your fingers. However, Yitzchak's Midah was that of Din, that of literal justice, and that of Gevura, that of Mesiras Nefesh, that of literally the ability to give of one's life for one's belief. The concept that it's called Akedah, because Yitzchak said, Abba, bind me tighter. That is Yitzchak. And therefore, it's hard for this to be something which the masses are going to easily follow. But this is ingrained in each and every one of us that we have this capacity and this incredible Mesiras Nefesh that we see going on in Eretz Yisrael today by our soldiers. This is because of the Midah of Yitzchak, which is embedded in each and every one of us. In the Parsha, there's so much. I just want to highlight one or two points. Among the very few things that Torah teaches us, I urge that you take a look at Perek 
Chav Vav, where the Torah tells us that Yitzchak cannot leave Eretz Yisrael, and what are we told? We're told that even though there was a famine in the land at that time, and he wanted to leave, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him he has to stay, because as our rabbis tell us, Hashem looks upon Yitzhak as if he was offered on the Mizbeach. And the Torah tells us in chapter 26, Pasuk 12, Yitzhak planted and sowed in that land, in that year, a year of famine, and how much did he get? Literally a hundredfold of what would have been in a regular year, and now a hundred times the amount. Hashem blessed him, and immediately we're told that he had an abundance of possessions, and Vayikanu also plished him, and the Philistines envied him. This is the root of anti-Semitism. The Torah spells it out. They are jealous of us. They're jealous of us for the uh, material success that the Jew always has had throughout history, and they are jealous of our being the chosen people. And this has been, as we see, in two weeks, when Esau kisses Yaakov after they're being away for 20 years, that there are dots in the Torah over the word Vayishokeyu to teach us that this was a one-time event as Reb Shimon Bar Yochoi teaches Halacha Esau Sone Liyakov that Esau despises, hates Yaakov. And this is what we have seen, this ugly head of anti-Semitism over this last month since Loalino, the horrific attack on Eretz Yisrael, we see coming out of the world. Esau Sone Liyakov and it starts with Vayakanu also pushed him. And we're told that the Philistines stopped up the wells that Abraham Avinu had planted, and Yitzchak redigs them. The first one, Asek, the second one, Sitna, that there's contention over these wells, and the third one, Rehovos, whereby there was no fighting over this. And the Ramban required reading for this Shabbos teaches that the first two wells are symbolic of the first two Beis HaMikdash, which is really what the Beis HaMikdash is, the well that we constantly draw our connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and that the third base of Migdash will be built without contention. And this is what has kept the Jewish people alive 
throughout the difficult challenges of our history, there will be. The Torah is promising us that third base Hamimdash. Finally, you have at the end of the parsha Yitzchak blessing what he thinks is Yaakov is Esau, and very clearly, I just want to share with you the Malbim, and the idea is that Yitzchak, knowing his son Yaakov, did not think that Yaakov, who is the Ishtam Yoshevo Holim, who is the one who is cut out to spend his time studying Torah, as we'll talk about in a few moments, and realize that Esav has the ability to earn a living and do it well, that he wanted to create what Yaakov does with Yisachar in Zvulun. So even if you think that Yitzchak was fooled and thought that it was Esav, take a look, my friends. Just write these two numbers down and you'll bring the Chumash to the table. The words, that God should give you, is said twice in the parasha. The first time in chapter 27, Pasa 28, which talks about immaterial blessing. And this is the blessing that Yitzchak gives the first one who comes. Namely, he thinks it is Esav. And what is he giving Esav? A bracha of Gashmius, a bracha of materialism, that you should be able to support your brother Yaakov. And when he knows he's blessing Yaakov at the end of the parsha, take a look at chapter 28. Pasuk 4, there he says to Yaakov that Hashem should give you birkas v'yiten l'cha as birkas Avraham. Okay, clearly knowing what he's giving, which son. I want to point out something very powerful, which is coming straight out of the parsha. We should all focus on this especially at this most difficult time that we are facing now. Hashem blesses Yitzchak, and he says to Yitzchak that I am going to give you the land of uh, Israel, okay, Eretz Kena'an, and this is at the beginning of chapter 26, he tells him, Stay in this land, and to you and your children I'll give all these lands. I will maintain the shvua, the oath, that I swore to your father, Avram. Why? Listen carefully. Pesach 5, chapter 26. Akev, because Asheshema Avram Bikoli, because Avram listened and obeyed my voice, and he kept Mishmarti, he kept my safeguards, Mitzvosai, my commandments, Chukosai, my laws, my decrees, which he understood or could not understand, Vitorosai, and my Torahs. Even the rabbis say, not only the not only the six thirteen mitzvos that Avram understood or received prophetically, as Ramban says, but even Erev Tavshilin, even the law that allows us to cook 
on a Friday, which is a Yom Tov, cooking for Shabbos. Abram, who had, you know, guests coming all the time and needed this concept of Erev Tavshilin. But the idea is very clear. The Torah says that Yitzchak is getting the land from his father because his father kept Torah. There is such an integral relationship between the land of Israel and the Torah. If you look in the Gemara in Brachos 41a, the Gemara tells us that Koshlo Omar in the Birkas Hamazon, in the grace after meals, if one does not include in the second bracha, which is no thank you Hashem, for the land of Israel, if you do not include bris, thanking Hashem for the mitzvah of circumcision and Torah, for His giving us the Torah, you have not satisfied your obligation of Birkas HaMazon. And if you realize after you have finished Birkas HaMazon, you have to go back to the beginning because they are inseparable. The land of Israel was given because of the mitzvah of Brismila and because of Torah. If you look in Va'era, in the second parasha, in the book of Shmos, where we have the four Shonos of Geula, the four expressions of redemption that we're familiar with, for which we have the four cups of wine, these four Lishonos of Geula, and what do we have after that? I will bring you, I'll bring you to the land for which I have sworn, says Hashem, to give to Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and I will give it to you, I will give it to you as a heritage, not inheritance, but a heritage, Ani Hashem. And the Balaturim says, note that the word Morasha is found twice in the Torah, here, the land of Israel, and Torah Sivalanu Morasha, the exact same word that applies to both Torah and Eretz Yisrael. And the Balaturim continues that it's because of Torah that we are going to have and keep the land of Israel. And he tells you, and I tell you, Take out the Tehillim, chapter 105. It's a long chapter. Take a look at verse 44 and 45, the very end of the chapter. 105 in Tehillim. God gave us the land that was previously inhabited by the different nations. Why? Brings the Balaturim the verse at the end of that chapter of Tillim, because, as it says, in order that they shall keep exactly as we find in this verse in the Torah, that there's a strong relationship between Torah and Eretz Yisrael. Make no mistake about it. Eretz Yisrael is not something that belongs to the Baliyayin Haran. Approximately 7 million Jews living in Eretz Yisrael, but Eretz Yisrael belongs to Am Yisrael. And just as Torah 
fortifies the land of Israel, and that is our condition to the land of Israel, especially now, Be'idan Rizcha, especially now at a time which appears to be a time of divine wrath, and we need all the schusim that we have. As the Gemara says over there, listen carefully, that technically speaking, come on, I'm not wearing a four-cornered garment, so I'm not wearing a four-cornered garment from the letter of the law. If I'm not wearing tzitzis, I should be okay. However, the Talmud does say, and this is in Menachos 41a, that at a time of rischa, of divine wrath, Hashem punishes even for the Jew not going out of his way to put on tzitzis. The chayolim, even those who are not yet observing. And we judge nobody from the homes of which they came because their grandparents and great-grandparents, unfortunately, did not have the blessed opportunity of having yeshiva educations, etc. And Loalina were products of the Shoah. So we judge nobody, but even these soldiers who do not yet put on tefillin, do not yet wear tzitzis, they're asking for tzitzis before they go into Gaza. They're asking for the opportunity of putting on tefillin. They recognize that this is a special time and a time to connect. But it's not just they. We as well. Make sure that your tzitzis are kosher. Make sure that you're wearing tzitzis. Not only the chayolim for them. This is a time when Am Yisrael is Baruch Hashem connected. We are Keishachod, Kalevachod. We are as literally one. And this oneness is our responsibility towards them that our additional davening and our additional learning and our additional chesed can only strengthen not only our resolve to the land of Israel, but Emirz Hashem, that our success in bringing about an end to this terrible situation that we find ourselves will occur because of Ekev Asheshama of Rambikoli. We should all be privileged to follow in the path of our others. HaKadoshim. Shabbat Shalom to all.